welcome back to Love Lindsay, a captivating podcast that delves into the realms of things we've written in the past and embraces this sometimes cringy nostalgia that accompanies it. So I'm here today with my friend Autumn and I'm excited because it's another hot girl that I'm bringing to my listeners. Always just the hottest, smartest, coolest girls on my podcast only. So I'm just spoiling you guys today. Hi, Autumn. Hello. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. Um, I've been wanting to bring you on since we met. I think it was like last November. Yeah. When we first went to... I remember I was wearing a shirt that said... Um, Santa's slut on it or something like that. <laughs> um, and we w- went out to trivia. So I met Autumn cause her husband did some work for us and built our gazebo out back and some of our like built-in cabinets. Um, but Autumn met us in another cool way. So tell us about how you found out who Eddie is. <laughs> Okay, so I have been a big Playboy fan since I was very, very young, and I was obsessed with the Girls Next Door TV show, and I was listening to the Girls Next Level podcast, and there was an episode where Bridget had her brother Eddie on it, and Eddie is Lindsay's husband, Yep. (laughs) and um, I was just listening to the podcast, and he mentioned that he was living in northern Michigan, and I'm like, whoa, I live in northern Michigan, like, that's weird like out of all the places I know so random (laughs) super random so I and he said he did like a mortuary business and so after the podcast I looked it up on Google because I Google everything and seen that it was Traverse City the area we're in and I'm like what the heck out of you know all places so I looked him up on Facebook and I feel like a stalker even saying this because I don't do this normally. Like I don't look up people and I never send friend requests to men. I'm married. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, kind of fangirling. Thought yeah. it was cool. I'm yeah. like, whoa, because I remember Eddie from, you know, the Girls Next Door in the earlier episodes. Okay. You actually saw the episodes that he was on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so I knew exactly who he was. So I sent him a friend request. I'm like, yeah, right. He's probably got all these like fangirls that do this. <laughs> He did back in the day, that's for sure. (laughs) So I sent him a friend request, and he actually accepted it. I'm like, oh, that's cool, and kind of just left it at that. So I um, joined the military when I graduated high school. I joined the Marine Corps, and I had posted some memories about that on Facebook, and Eddie actually wrote me and invited me down to the Military League? American Legion. American Legion? Mm -hmm. Okay. So he asked me to go to that, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I deep down probably was never going to do it because I'm shy and I have anxiety, Yeah. but I'm like, okay, maybe, and then I ended up making a post later on on Facebook about my husband, and he works for the Bearded Builders, and he, I was working with him, and Eddie wrote me, and he's like, hey, um, do you know the Bearded Builders? I'm like, yeah, that's my husband's company, and he said that they're was like gazebos at the, um, what hotel? The Delamar. The Delamar, yes. Yeah. That there was gazebos built at the Delamar Hotel, and you guys really liked them, and he wanted one of his own. So 
from that calling mat. It was like meant to be. <laughs> it was meant to be. It's and super crazy. I love that story, and I don't think it's stalkerish at all. I love that story because Thank that's you. how I met Eddie. <laughs> Is the exact same thing, except it wasn't Girls Next Level. It was Girls Next Door. It was <laughs> 2007, and I did the same thing. I was like, oh, social media. Like, oh, look at this. Like, um, so, yeah, that's why I just love that story so much. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we met, and I feel like this is just the beginning of, like, uh, like long friendship for us. I agree, and yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that you – didn't think I was weird and stalkerish when I told you that story. No. You're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? That's cool. That just shows how, like, much you um, trust your relationship and stuff that, like, hey, if a girl's going to add my husband, whatever. <laughs> yeah, actually, a lot of people um, hit him up after his episode on Girls Next Level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some of them that, that had used to follow him back in the day, like refollowed him again, like, oh, hey, I remember you from MySpace. So yeah, like, yeah, it's cool. No worries. No worries. Okay. Um, so let's see here. I think that's good for like our introduction. So I wanted to bring Autumn on because this was. Uh, the month of February for Love Lindsay is all about love and sex. And well, let's just start with first of all, Autumn is the only other girl I've been friends with, um, especially in Michigan. I met some girls in California that had been to the mansion, um, but not in Michigan. So it's so cool to have another friend that's been to like a mansion party. Yes. So tell me about you were involved with Playboy Golf. So tell yes. me about like how you got started with that and were you living in California or Yeah. So at the time um when I turned 18, I moved out to California with my boyfriend at the time. He actually was my recruiter for when I did join the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. Yeah, but okay. I ended up getting medically discharged through boot camp um, for exercise-induced asthma, so I never got to carry that through. So I came home, and him and I ended up being in a relationship. He got stationed in Camp Pendleton, California, which is San Diego area. So I went out there with him, 18, and I always wanted to be a model. I'm like, I'm going to model. I want to do you know all this. I'm in the perfect place. It's the perfect time. And, of course, I was always obsessed with Playboy stuff. So I immediately started, like, submitting photos to Playboy. And I, I would get the message back, sorry, <laughs> like, okay. blah, blah, blah. But we wish you luck on the future endeavors. And I'm like, aw. But then um, you wanted to be in the magazine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted oh, okay. to be Playmate at yeah. that time. Okay. <laughs> like, I was super wanting into that. But, I mean, I was so young. And looking back now, I'm like, man, I, I wasn't even, like, fully developed at that time. I was 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was is crazy but I ended up um, seeing a casting call for the Playboy Golf and you have to submit photos for that so I did and I got the call back for that so oh my gosh that was like the coolest thing in my life for me so I went to two different golf scrambles one was in Pasadena California that was the Halloween one and I met Bridget there I got a picture with her no way yeah so oh I got God, to meet I Bridget need, I need to see that do you still have it of course I'll have to pull it up for you it's on my face oh my god that's so <laughs> cute I didn't know about Playboy Golf um the only thing I knew about it was from I think an episode of Girls Next Door yeah yeah yep so I did Playboy Golf I met Bridget um 
the Pasadena Golf Scrambles Halloween theme. So we got to just wear costumes and how it works is you have like a group of four or five girls at each golf hole and we do like a theme and make it fun. Um, so as the golfers pass through, we just make their time, you know, more exciting. Yeah. Um, our golf hole was number two and we were sponsored by um, Old Smoky Moonshine and some cigar companies. So we Sweet. got to pass that stuff out to all the golfers and have drinks and smoke cigars. Sweet. <laughs> so that was super fun. And then my other um, golf scramble, which was my first one, was in San Diego. And that was really fun. And then after the golf scrambles, they do this um, little award ceremony where the golfers vote on their favorite golf girl and they win a trip to the Playboy Mansion for one of the parties. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. So they had that little ceremony and we like dress up all glitz and glam and I didn't win the vote one but they had another category for miss social media and it was whoever promoted the playboy golf um event wins and I won that what year was that oh my gosh I'm trying to think I think it was like 2013 oh okay so maybe 2012 it was around that time so I won the Miss Social Media thing which I didn't even know was a category I wasn't even trying for it so like it was cool to get that yeah so I actually won a um, trip it was for like some party at the mansion it wasn't one of their normal parties though it was like a golf gala thing they were doing okay but it ended up getting um canceled that one because that was like when Things started slowing down, I feel, at the yeah. and they weren't doing as much there. Yeah. But before that, like, during the whole golf time, I did get invited to the Halloween party, so. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I always wanted <laughs> to go to the Halloween party. It was so fun. Like, time of my life. I wish I would have got more pictures. But at that time, we didn't have, like, good cell phone cameras and stuff, so. Yeah. Did you bring, like, a digital camera? Yeah. I do have some photos I'll have to share with you as well. I dressed up as Barbie because I used to have bleach blonde hair and long extensions. So of course. I was Barbie, and I went with one of my girlfriends. Thankfully, this girl I met um, through all this, she is actually from Michigan too in Traverse City area no way yeah so and I wasn't even like her friend like we had met through social media and she's like hey I'm from where you're from but also living in California so we went together so it was super cool to have a girlfriend there are you still friends with her yeah does she still live in California no she lives right around here oh my gosh we should all hang out I'll have to get her over oh my god you'd love her she's super cool just she's a lot like you blonde pretty (laughs) you get along with her shout out to Tina (laughs) yeah sweet so having a girlfriend there with me made it better and she had already been to a mansion party before so she kind of guided me around and showed me everything but honestly like I wish I could remember more like I don't even remember like the grotto like I remember I seen it all but it was just such a whirlwind of excitement like I don't remember much except dancing yeah and I remember the painted girls walking around and thought they were cool same yeah (laughs) Um, when I went, like, we weren't even allowed to have cameras down there. So, like, mm. the only photo I have of me downstairs at a party is, like, something I found from, like, one of the girls, like, MySpace accounts. Oh, wow. I, like, went on to, like, the – because I met some of the Playmates, and I knew which ones were at the parties I was at. So I would, like, go on their MySpace account because they would be more likely to have, like, snuck a camera in or something. Yeah. I didn't want to break the rules because I was there as, like, a guest, not yeah. as, like, a girl that was doing anything doing anything for Playboy. Yeah. So I just wanted to be a good girl. So I would look on their MySpace accounts for, like, 
okay, are there pictures from that party? And then I did find one of Eddie and I dancing. Aww. And that's the only one I have from downstairs at yeah. the party. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, how many parties did you go to? Just a couple. Just a couple? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so that's really cool. That's just another crazy thing that we have in common. Yes. Um, so let's get into talking about what you do for a living. When I met you last year, you said that you have been a cam model your whole like adult life Mm -hmm. and it's your main, it's been your main job for like 10 years. And you even like you bought your house and everything from like the money that you made, which is amazing, crazy, cool. So tell me how you got started in that. (laughs) That's actually a crazy story. So um, at the time, it was a week before my 21st birthday, and I had moved back home to Traverse City from California for a year because my boyfriend at the time, he was in the military, he was deployed to Afghanistan. Okay. So I was came home just to be around my family and had my own little apartment here in town. Okay. And I had a guy friend, he was gay, <laughs> so it was all good, came over and we were bored one night just sitting around, we are having some drinks and um, have you heard of a site called Omegle? Yes. <laughs> Where you like talk to strangers yes. and it's like a video chat thing. So I'm like, let's go on Omegle. So we're having drinks and we're on Omegle talking to strangers for about a good half hour and he got bored with it and he's like, let me show you something else. And he pulls up myfreecams.com and I'm like what is this (laughs) and he the first girl he went to a girl's room because there's like a home page with a bunch of different girls you can choose from he goes in this girl's room and she was super cute she wasn't naked she was just hanging out listening to music chatting with her people and people were throwing tons of tokens which is the currency for money on cam sites and she was just making a bunch of money. And he's like, oh, this is one of my favorite girls. Her name was Posey, which was super cute. Wait, so it was a gay guy that went on the campsite and talked yeah. to the girls? Yeah, he has, there was, like, girlfriends. Like, oh they chatted in real life and stuff, I guess. Cute. <laughs> super cute. So he showed me this site and how much money she was making. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And, you know, that was it. He goes home. And the next day, I'm like, hmm. I made myself an account on there. And the crazy thing was, is I signed up with my real name, Autumn. I definitely go by a different name now. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. privacy, you know, yeah. you don't want everybody knowing your real info. There's stalkers and just crazy people But out you were there. young and just... I was young yeah. and didn't know. And I, I even told myself, I'm like, well, if I go by Autumn, I'm not going to be a nude model. You know, I'm just going to okay. be myself and hang out. Yeah. That lasted probably two days. Yeah. <laughs> Within two days, people were, oh, well, real quick, rewind. My first night on there, and I was non-nude, I made $500 <gasps> in my first night just hanging out. All I did, I sat and I wore this little, like, tank top that was kind of see-through, but I had, like, a bra under it. And I just sat there and danced. And it's probably super embarrassing. I'm glad I don't have the recording of it. But I just sat and danced. That's and I made, so cute, though. Yeah. Maybe like- I... Made $500. <laughs> That's so, it reminds me of like the girls that were, and I don't know, this is still a thing at the clubs, but like there would be like what they call go-go dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, it's not like it was like go-go, like it was the 1960s, but like you would just go there and dance Yeah, and you'd get paid for it. And wear cute little outfits and yeah. it's just entertaining. Yeah. Which I'm not a dancer <laughs> at all, but I mean, I you guess I did good enough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I danced, I made $500 my first night and it was probably only three hours and 
I sat down that night and I'm like, oh my God, like to Such me that was, high. that, yeah, that to me, that was so much money. Cause at that time I was working at a portrait studio making like $12 an hour, yeah. you know? So it was insane. So a couple days later, I ended up changing my name though. And I did start going topless because people offered a lot more money and you know, it was worth it. And I, Hell yeah. I'm not shy about it. You had already been doing modeling though yeah. before that. So what kind of modeling stuff did you do? Were you in California when you did that? Yeah. So my modeling in California, I uh, did a couple small, just like little photo shoots. It started off with trade work, which, um, have you ever heard of model mayhem? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of like put up a profile on there and photographers put a profile on there and you can do collab work for trade work to build each other's portfolios. So I did that. I started off with that. I did some swimsuit stuff um, and just like fancy cocktail dresses and just fun stuff all around California just to start building my portfolio. Um, And then I did a campaign for this girl who was making like handbags um, I don't even think the brand's still around anymore. So it was just like little small things. But I got paid for that. And yeah. then my biggest thing, I did a music video. Um, really? It was super cool. But it's not as cool because it's not like anybody's probably ever even heard of him. His name was V. Savani. He was a backup dancer for Fergie. Okay. <laughs> and he went off and did his own little career thing. And I'll have to show you the music video. It's actually really cute. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. So I did that. And then... Pretty much from there was just Playboy golf stuff. So it wasn't nothing too crazy, but it was super fun. (laughs) That's amazing. So you came back when um, your boyfriend was deployed Mm -hmm. and you started doing camming. Camming. Okay. So tell me about how the next few years went with that. So when he was deployed and I started this, I did not tell him I was camming. Ah, okay. Because, okay. <laughs> you know, like, it's a boyfriend. I don't know what he's going to think of it. But he, yeah. he already knew, like, I wanted to model and do Playboy and all that. Yeah. So he came back from his deployment. We went back to California. And I remember sitting okay. in a hotel room with him our first night because we didn't even have a house yet because he had just got back. We had to look around for a place to rent. Yeah. I told him what I did. He obviously wasn't too thrilled, but he wasn't like mad at me either because the money I had made I had used to help us get our next place in California yeah and he's like whoa that amount of money so uh yeah yeah so I continued to do that in California for I'd say five years until him and I eventually ended things and then I moved back to Michigan and it was the best time in my life I was 22, 23 years old. And I had so much money in my bank account at that time. I had just got a brand new car for myself. I got a Prius, but California, you know, Prius worked. Yeah. And I packed up that little Prius and drove myself back to Michigan and was able to just put a down payment on my house. I walk into Art Van Furniture and like, I want that, 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 I want this bed because I had nothing, you know, and just to be able to like snap of the finger, get it. It was so amazing. So I, Moved into my own little apartment, and I just was living the cam girl life for a couple years, and then I met my husband, and now we share everything, but it's still good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So when you were, the five years when you were still in California, tell me about, like, what your life was like um, as a cam model, but, like, what did you do also, or were you just a homebody like you are now, or... I pretty much have always been a homebody. Um, So when I first went back to California, I was camming. I didn't have a vehicle yet. 
Um, I didn't get the vehicle until I probably moved out. So like the five years there, I didn't have a vehicle. So I just depended on my boyfriend. Okay. And I was just home every day and I would wake up and he had a son who was like 12 years old and he'd have to be home from school by three. So I'd wake up and I'd get on cam and do all that before his son came home from school. Yeah. And then I had the strict schedule. I'd go to the gym and I'd work out, come home. And that was pretty much it. It was kind of a... You know, people think cam girls are just these crazy party girls and sex freaks, but Mm -hmm. we're really not. Like, I'm, like, so anxious and public, but being on cam, it's a different thing for me. Yeah, those are your fans and those are your, like, friends that you talk to every day. Yeah. Yeah. I've built a lot of relationships with people on there. Um, I've had a lot of really, like, my best friends in life have been guys that I have met through camming and it was never like a romantic thing with them but obviously they all were in love with me some still are (laughs) and I the worst part was I had um I had one guy drive 13 hours and show up at my front door on Valentine's Day here (gasps) a couple years back my husband was not happy about that (laughs) oh my gosh how did he find you um so safety is a big thing you need to if you ever are a cam girl, do not go by your real name. Don't give your real location, um, any of that. I was dumb and naive when I first started. And this guy that had showed up at my door, he I knew him since the beginning of my cam career. And he had a lot of money. He was around my age, so, you know, it was comforting. He um, obviously really was into me. And he was tipping me online. But when you get tipped on cam sites, they take... Um, 40% of what you are getting tipped. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. So it's a 60, 40 split. I only get 60% of that. And he wanted to send me thousands of dollars and he wanted me to have it all. So he's like, well, I can write you a check and send it in the mail. So Ooh. I gave him my address. Oh, I didn't think it was a big deal at the time, but yeah, I mean, and when he showed up, it, he had good intentions. It wasn't like scary. Cause like my cam girl persona, I don't tell people I'm married. They just think I'm a single oh, girl okay. having fun. Yeah. So he thought I was single and, you know, you kind of, pre- you know, you're acting like your job as a cam girl is you're an entertainer. You're there to make people happy. Yeah. So, you know, I tell these guys, I love you. You're amazing. You know, I, mm-hmm. I make them feel good. And he really thought I was in love with him, I guess. So he thought it would be okay to show up at my door and he showed up with chocolates. He made me some CDs with my favorite songs. It was super sweet. Oh my God. It's a great guy, but I'm like, Oh, and that's where I realized I really need to not put out that information and keep a guard up. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you turn him away? Did you like let him in or (laughs) no? So my husband and I were sitting on our couch and I seen his car pull in our driveway because we have like this big window that, you know, you can see our driveway. This guy pulls up and I recognized him right away. And I'm like, was your heart like racing? Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, first off, like I wasn't afraid of the guy showing up because I, I knew him for years. You know, I mean, you can't trust anybody, but I felt pretty secure. Yeah. And I was worried what my husband was going to say. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, um, this is so-and-so. Because he, he knows, like, who all my cam clients are. He okay. knows them by name. I'm yeah. like, this is this guy. Um, I don't know why he's here, but don't answer the door. Yeah. And I ran to my bedroom and hid. <laughs> my husband's just, like, standing there like, what the heck? He comes in the bedroom. He's like, I can tell him to go away. Like, and I'm like, no. And then the guy who showed up at my house, he texts me. He's like, if you want, I'll leave. 
<laughs> I lied. And I'm like, what? I'm not at home. And he's like, oh, well, I've seen someone in your house. And I'm like, it's my brother. So, oh my gosh. But I, I, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, this is not okay. Please leave. Yeah. Um, I'm very uncomfortable. So he ended up leaving. He had a hotel room like in town, stayed the night, and then he drove all the way back home the next morning and cried. <laughs> oh my God. He cried. Oh yeah. He cried. He, he'd send me Snapchats of him like crying and laying in bed in his hotel room. And like, oh I feel God. so bad, but yeah. dude, you don't do that. <laughs> no, that's a big no, no. Yeah. Big no, no. So my job is fun. It's great money. But again, like I just really want to emphasize safety and not sharing too much information. Yeah. Because <laughs> things like that can happen. Um, are you still in touch with him? Is he still a fan of yours? No. So this guy, um, the crazy, I'm just going to call him crazy. Yeah. Because he ended up being a little crazy. He, we ended up staying in touch for a couple years after that. But he was still in love with me and I would not tell him, you know, I was with somebody. And at this time, my husband and I weren't married yet. We were mm -hmm. just engaged. And the day my husband and I got married, this guy tweeted on Twitter and he goes, why does the happiest day of someone's life have to be the saddest day for others? Oh, no. Like, how did he know I was getting married? Yeah. So I called him out on it the next day. I didn't want to ruin my wedding. Yeah. The next day I wrote this dude and I'm like, how do you know I was getting married? And he's like, well, I looked at your mom's Facebook page <gasps> and she posted about your wedding tomorrow. And then oh, I went no. on the Traverse City court records and looked no. up your marriage certificate. I'm like, okay, so you this guy's crazy. Yeah. So I ended up cutting things off from there. Yeah. And haven't heard a word from him since, and it's all good. You blocked him? <laughs> oh, I blocked him on everything. And, oh, my gosh. Oh, it, he was crazy. I mean, he liked me, but he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness so that that was a wild story tell me about it I thought I I mean I have some wild stories too but that's that's a good one yeah so tell me like what you're known for among your fans like what yeah like, okay um I would like to say that I am like I get a lot of compliments from my fans and they always like say I'm very energetic I'm very you know happy um like, I'm just known for just being good vibes, I guess, and just the friendly girl next door persona. Yeah. Like, that's what I like to put off. Um, there's a lot of cam girls that do really big, you know, like porn, porny things, mm -hmm. you know, and are all out. Like, I, I go topless. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't do anything, you know, beyond that. But it's almost, oh, okay. yeah, it's almost like. I don't know. I say like art, like you're just yeah. pretty. You wear cute little lingerie yeah. and frilly things and just. That's what I love too. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm the girly girl that wears pink, but I'm also like your best friend type thing. Yeah. Like these people can come on and have somebody to chat with and just laugh at. And I always, I say I'm a, I label myself, um, a weirdo and. Yeah. <laughs> like more personable. And, yeah. A personable yeah. girl. We're. You know, I kind of wish I was more of the porny type girl sometimes because they literally, they'll just log on and, you know, touch themselves and do a show and make yeah. that money and log off. That's it. 
no strings attached, but me, I don't do that. So you have to have something else to offer. And that's, you know, being a friend and having a personality. Yeah. So these guys get more attached. Hence yeah. the one story. Yeah. So, I mean, there's pros and cons with each, whatever avenue you decide to do. Um, I probably would go back and do the porny type stuff, but I don't think my husband would like that. And I okay. respect him. Yeah. So I'm just living it out as the best friend girl next door that you can see naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had the, um, I talked last week, um, on my podcast about how I didn't do like nudity or anything. I just did like lingerie and then like, um, and because I did that, I would talk to guys on there and on OnlyFans though. And yeah, we were just discussing that, how like we have to talk to guys more to make the same amount of money that other girls that do like full nudity and sexually explicit things. So yeah, I know exactly how that goes. Yes. Um, so are you, um, a cam girl and you're also on OnlyFans too, right? Yeah. So I started doing OnlyFans, I'd say about three or four years ago now. And I'm not like, I can't say like a soup, super OnlyFans girl because like some I say super OnlyFans girl because there's girls that are literally filming new videos and putting them out almost every single day I know it's it's, it's so competitive that's so, yeah it's so competitive it's so much work oh Bridget <laughs> <laughs> and um I'm more so like I, I more so prefer being a cam girl versus an OnlyFans girl but I keep my OnlyFans and I you know I post hot sexy photos on there and I advertise it when I'm on cam like hey go join my OnlyFans if you want to see more and that's kind of it like I don't do like the chatting and messaging on OnlyFans okay. because I do that in my chat room yeah because I have this issue where I don't know how to shut off work mode and if I am on OnlyFans chatting all day I you know my I'll be drained my mental health, everything. I'm oh, just be so yeah. drained. So yeah. I, so much. Yeah. So I set that like hour or two on cam to do all the chatting with everyone there. Mm -hmm. And you can private message, you know, while I'm on stream and stuff. So I set that time aside for all that. And then the OnlyFans is just kind of a little extra thing. They can go on and see photos of me. And it's so fun doing OnlyFans. Like I, I post probably every day on there and it's just wherever I'm at, just take a little booby pick or something yeah it is so fun <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> yeah it was just like addicting to go on there um it's so fun to go like log on to this social media thing where everyone is there to talk to you mm -hmm. and that's not how like regular social media is so it can just be so addicting because it's just like oh my gosh, I'm here and it's literally all people that like me and want to talk to me. Yeah, they're here for you and it makes you feel good. It's mm -hmm. definitely a confidence booster. And, you know, I've gotten a lot of my girlfriends into camming and OnlyFans and they're pretty girls, but they don't have a lot of confidence. And they'd tell me after they're like, oh my gosh, like, I love this. Like, I've never felt so pretty before. Like yeah. all these compliments. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely feels good. So what are some things that you've learned about, like any kinks or stuff that you've like discovered um, since doing this job? Oh my goodness. So I thought I knew all the kinks in the world and I swear I'm still learning new things. I just learned about a new kink um, this past week, which is so disgusting. I don't even know if I want to talk about that, but um <laughs> Pretty much, you know, foot fetishes are probably the biggest 
kink that is still like very out there, like especially as a cam girl. Like people tip me like five dollars just to show my feet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like the easiest thing, you know. So foot fetishes, I would say, is the number one fetish I get asked about a lot. Um, thin dumb, I would say, is the second one, which is financial domination. Okay, where um, men are want to be submissive to a woman, and you pretty much just have to be mean to them. Yeah. And they pay you to be mean to them and they thank you for allowing them to send you their money. Yeah. And so that's pretty fun. I do that on the side. That's um, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To just be able to like insult a guy and have him be like, thank you. Here's yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. And that actually goes along a lot with the foot fetish stuff too. Um, but kinks, I guess maybe we can elaborate like, I don't know. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Um, now I'm having a brain fart. Um, There's some that um, <laughs> there would be like guys that wanted me to like step in like food and then like have it filmed. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I did that with a watermelon um, like two months ago. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I literally chopped up a watermelon, put the gushy like cubes on the floor and stomped on it and... I made about 200 bucks from it. There's also this one that I've heard of called cake sitting where they want you to yes. like sit and cake. I do that every birthday stream. That's so cute. Yep. I do. I do a birthday stream every year for my birthday, which always brings in a lot of tips, obviously. Yeah. And I wear like, I do a little birthday celebration. I get balloons and I always get a cake or make one. And the end of my streams always, I, I sit on a cake. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. That yeah. just sounds like so cute and fun. It's fun. It really is. Like just camming in general, like it's not just all sexual things. It's doing funny, cute things like that. Like I play Bean Boozled on cam. People tip me to spin the spinner and the Bean Boozled's where like there's one gross jelly bean and one good tasting one, but they're the same color and you got to eat one and oh hope you get the good one. That's so cute. Yeah. You told me about um, how you do this thing where you get paid or people watch you just like play video games. Yeah. So tell me about that. So I would, um, I've actually streamed video games on Twitch, which is a very well-known gaming website, but I've also streamed video games on my cam site. Um, so I guess I'll start with the cam site one. I will just sit and you can like hook up um, OBS, the software and stream your video game right on the screen and have your little head in the corner. And <laughs> the camming one, um, I, you know, will have tips like a countdown to get topless while I'm gaming. And there's another funny thing where, um, have you ever heard of the Lovence Lush? No. So, you know, like the remote control, like little vibes you put in your panties oh, that yeah. your guy can like yeah. put off anytime they have, it's one of those that you put down there, but you can make it react to the tips. So every time somebody tips you, it vibrates. Oh, that's amazing. So I would do that while I'm playing my game. So people yeah. could distract me from the video game. Yeah. <laughs> So that was amazing. That was super fun. It was a really good money maker. And then Twitch, um, obviously that's more of a, like anybody can go on site. So it's not porn. So I'll just still wear something cute on there. And I just play video games and chat with a chat room. It's a lot just like camming. It's just less dirty. Can you like <laughs> recruit people to come follow you on your other site? From yeah. Twitch? Yeah. So I can um, talk about my OnlyFans on there, thankfully. And wow. Yeah. So I'll get a lot of. Usually um, it's so restricted. They are restricted, but you can check your stream as 18 plus. So okay. every time somebody joins your stream, they have to confirm that they're 18, which 
who knows people are yeah. do whatever they want anyway. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not at fault for that then. Right. So yeah, I promote my OnlyFans and I've gotten a lot of followers from that, from the gaming sites and TikTok. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, tell me about like your setup at home. Oh, so I have, I've always, so I've moved to like three different houses since I've been doing this, but I've okay. always had like a cam room that I had designated to just camming and I have fairy lights on the wall behind me and I have like little Ivy, like the fake plants oh, all sweet. hanging. Yeah. So it's just this pretty little magical girly area. Um, I even have like one of those like little disco light bulbs that spins with the lights on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of lights and cool background. Um, and then I have um, my PC. I, I ended up buying a gaming PC for this. So the nothing lags. I have two big screens that set up there. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's so great. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. You can like use your mouse and go from screen to screen. I know, that is so cool. <laughs> so I, I have double screens and my gaming chair, which I say half the time I sit at my computer desk in my chair. And then the other half of the time I have a bed on the floor where all my Ivy and fairy lights are. And mm -hmm. I'll sit on my bed and pull my laptop out and just like prop it up on something. So it's a little more intimate and mm -hmm. just cute. And I can roll around and spank myself or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. It's super cool. And so that's what my setup is now, but my old house, my, and we had a 1200 square foot house. So it wasn't huge, but we had a 1200 square foot basement and that Ooh. entire basement was my cam room. And my husband actually, I had all the lights and stuff, but he had actually built me props, like games to play. He made a game called Pornhole. <laughs> and it was like this big what? board and he painted like a bunch of cartoon ladies like bent over and there's like a hole in their butt holes in their mouths and their boobs and I had bean bags and people would tip for me to play pornhole and throw the bean bags into the oh, holes oh my god that is so cool yeah so I had like a whole little carnival down there it was amazing tell me like what other games like tell me about like the whole setup down there I have to know <laughs> so I had cornhole that was my main attraction and then my other main attraction he built me you know like the if you go to a carnival like the shooting galleries where you shoot something and it falls down yeah. like type thing he made me a um, penis shooting gallery oh my so gosh. he literally built this like six foot tall kiosk with like, you know, boards that went across and he made a bunch of little, like a bunch of penises, cardboard cutouts, bigger, smaller, all different sizes. <laughs> oh my, yeah, because you have to be inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. And some circumcised, some uncircumcised okay. even. And we had like the points like written on them, like the smaller ones were worth more points. And he got me a Nerf gun and people would tip me to shoot these penises. And whatever points they got, like I had a bank of points that they could turn in for like a flash or a song request or yeah. anything. So it's super fun. Like I said, it's not just all porn. It's just having fun and playing games that and being is, entertaining. I can't believe that. That's so amazing. So supportive and so cool. Yeah. Like how creative is that? Super, super cool. Like I'm trying to think what else. Um, I also had a spinny wheel, like the big old, you know, wooden wheel you spin. And I would write like different little things on that. And people would tip like five bucks to spin the wheel and whatever it landed on is the price they got as well. Okay. So yeah, that was about it for my games. Um, like I had a big whiteboard I play hangman on too sometimes. People would tip to guess a letter and if they won, I'd have to take my shirt off if they lost. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So you guys don't live at that house anymore? No, I miss it. That whole basement camera room was amazing, but we were renting that house. That was before okay. I bought the house I have now. And okay, that's where we're at. Okay. So I'm so like inspired by your guys's like marriage and everything. Like tell me how you guys met and like where you got married. Because it sounds like you guys have like a pretty good supportive relationship now. Yeah. Yeah. So we met um, about 10 years ago. I had just moved back here from California. I was here for about a year and a half-ish. And um, I was actually dating a different guy at the time. And this guy I was dating was a musician. He went around and played at like local breweries and places in town. And he went and played at Hooters. And my husband was the manager of Hooters. <laughs> There was a Hooters here in Traverse City? Yeah. It there just was? closed down like eight years ago. It was here forever. Wow. Yeah. It was, and you worked there? I didn't work there. So oh, he okay. worked there. He was the manager. Okay. And But here's the funny story. My boyfriend at the time would went in and played music. And my husband being the manager, I met him there. And I was just kind of there, you know, listening to my boyfriend play music at the time. And when I met my husband, I thought he was cute, like immediately and super polite. Yeah. <laughs> but I was with a guy at the time, but he was kind of a narcissist anyway. But um, the next, we went there a second time for my boyfriend to play music. And I was on my phone and my husband came up on Facebook, like as a friend, at a friend person. So I sent him a friend request. And as soon as I sent it, he accepted it and comes out from the kitchen and he's like, oh, hi. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just added you on Facebook. This is weird. Right. <laughs> and he, he didn't seem too upset about it. He was pretty happy. And um, I remember he went up and tucked my tag in behind me because like my tag was hanging out of my shirt. Yeah. And he touched me. <laughs> and I'm like, chills. oh, I got chills. And I'm like, whoa. Um so I started talking to my husband just as a friend and my boyfriend at the time was thought my husband was cool. They weren't like best friends, but they were kind of like mutual friends. And I was hanging out with my um, hu now husband a lot just as friends. Mm -hmm. And we ended up really liking each other. And my boyfriend at the time was just a dick in general. So I left him and <laughs> the day my boyfriend moved out, because it was my apartment, this guy was living with me and he was 15 years older than me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. My ex was stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> the day I finally got him to move out, uh, my husband showed up at my door with duffel bags. And I'm like, because he was actually um, going through a divorce at the time, but okay. he was still living with his wife. Okay. So he was like wanting to be out of there right away. Yeah. And he shows up at my door. I'm like, dude, I am not ready for this. This is way too soon. I literally just kicked my boyfriend out two hours ago. Yeah. Um, you can hang out, but you're not living with me. But he was very eager and persistent and ended up never leaving. Oh, my god! <laughs> but it worked out. I mean, I'm super happy. He's great, super supportive. <laughs> so you guys have been together for 10 years. Yes. So tell me about like your guys' like wedding, like where you got married and Oh, so we um let me see. We he proposed to me actually, so I'll start there. Um in front of Nolan's cigar shop. Do you know where that yeah. is downtown? Yeah, we were just there last weekend. Oh oh yeah, you were. I seen that. Yeah. So the funny reason why though the cigar shop was our very first date, we were walking downtown and there was a bench in front of Nolan's and him and I sat on the bench. And some little old lady walked by and goes, you guys are the cutest couple. 
Aww. And we weren't even, like, officially together yet, so, yeah. like, it was, like, weird, but that was, like, our special spot, because this girl, this lady said that. So, yeah. he proposed to me in front of Nolan's, and we got married, I'd say, within eight months, um, right here on West End Beach. Okay. And it was not, like, a big planned out wedding. Like, we kept saying we were going to get married, but... He was ready to do it, like, right then and there, but I'm, like, more, like, anxious and, like, I don't know if the time's right yet, because everything kind of was rushed in the beginning. We're, yeah. we're together about five years before we got married, and we ended up planning our wedding three days before it happened. <laughs> oh, my god! I called up my family, and I'm like, hey, I'm getting married in three days. It's on a Sunday. Um, I hope you can make it. What so. made you decide to just do it three days later? So it was his best friend, who's also in the military, is stationed in Virginia. And his mm -hmm. best man slash best friend was in town visiting for the week. Oh, okay, okay. And my husband really wanted his best friend there. Yeah. So he's like, hey, he's here. He only comes and visits once a year. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess we're doing it. And we went to um, a mall downstate and there was like a um, prom dress store and it was just after prom season. And my wedding dress was literally a prom dress, but it was white and like all bejeweled and mermaid style. Like, it looked like a wedding dress. And I paid 200 bucks for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's such a good deal. Yes. So very quickly planned, but it was the best day of my life. It was great. And everybody was able to come with such short notice? Yeah, mostly everybody. He didn't have any of his family members there, but my family was there. Okay. Um, his family wasn't there because they are very religious. And mm. they loved me, but for their religion, they couldn't be at our wedding because we're considered unevenly yoked, is what they call it. We're, what religion is that? They're Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so... Since we were already living together before we got married, and I was not a Jehovah's Witness, they couldn't come to our wedding. But They call that unevenly yoked? Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, okay. So they were super supportive. Like, his mom wrote me the day of, you know, saying, I hope everything goes well. But the moment That's we got sweet. married, um, they were all there and all around. They just couldn't be there for religious reasons, which my husband was completely fine with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how has, um, obviously he's been very supportive with you being like a cam girl and like only fans. Has he always been supportive? Does he have like boundaries? Like, tell me about that. So he definitely has not always been supportive. And I would say it's not like his favorite thing now, but in the beginning, he actually told me the re one of the reasons he liked me so much was because of my job, because he thought I was this crazy sexual nympho because yeah. I was a cam girl, which turns out I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite in real life. So at first he was like, oh, wow, she's hot. She's yeah. a cam girl. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh, I'm, you know, dating yeah. this hot, crazy cam girl. But um within once we started getting like closer and he was living with me within like six months of us together he did not like it but it wasn't that he didn't like um what I was doing he didn't like how I was handling the privacy thing like okay where I go back to the crazy guy that showed up at my door mm -hmm. I was too close with some of my fans and I would be chatting with them all day every day on the phone you know mm -hmm. that's how I kept the relationship going and the money going mm -hmm. and he didn't like that like he you know he's like I never get personal time with you you're always talking to these guys yeah so that was the biggest thing he didn't like I mean I'm sure it's not his favorite thing me 
getting online and showing my boobies, but I mean, the money, I bought our house with it. And yeah. at that time he was technically homeless cause he left his, you know, ex-wife's house and had mm-hmm. nowhere to go. So mm-hmm. I supported us through all that and helped him build his business with that money. Right. So he's very thankful for that. And like, I guess he just supports it now. I mean, he doesn't want me to do it forever, but he helps me, you know, build the games and stuff. So does he have like certain things that he doesn't want you to do or? Yeah. So number one, obviously like saying my real name and stuff. Um, Number two, he wishes that I would tell people I'm married. I don't because I feel like the type of cam girl that I am, I would get rid of that fantasy, you know, that these guys like me, I act just like, oh, I'm single. And they feel like they have a chance, even though they never will have a chance. Yeah. So he wishes I would tell people I'm married, but I just feel like that would probably make things a little worse for my fans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The nudity, he has no problem with that. He doesn't, like I mentioned earlier, like if I were to do like an explicit show on there, um, which I have done them in the past, he doesn't, he just thinks that's a little too much, but he says, if I do do that, make it like they can do these things called group shows or private where mm-hmm. you go into a private room and these people pay to see it yeah. instead of just publicly where the whole world can see it. Right. So it's a little more closed off because there are bots that go in cam girls chat rooms and record everything and post it online for free. Oh, and geez. he just doesn't want that stuff being all out there for free. Have you ever like found any of like your material? Like, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's it, There's still stuff out there. I mean, 10 years of shows almost every day. Like it's impossible to get it all taken down. Like the cam site I work for has a really good DMCA thing where you can send, but you have to send them the links and they'll try to get it taken down. What is DMCA? It's, so I don't know what it technically stands for, but it's like a cease and desist type thing because it's okay. owned by me and it's owned by the campsite, not by these third-party sites that are putting it out and trying to sell it. Like what third-party sites? Oh, uh, there's like Camgirl Vids, I think is one. Um, Jackoffsomething.com. Yeah. <laughs> like just stupid gross sites that are literally just redistributing my shows. Oh my god! So I can't hear Like there's so many of them and they're just really weird cruddy names. Like I couldn't even tell you what half of them are just, but if you like literally search like my cam girl name, you will see it all. And that's what he doesn't like. And it sucks. Like that's kind of the risk. Your husband I- does that? He looks for it? Yeah, he'll, we both do, so we oh, can okay. get it reported. Okay, But he good. doesn't like that because, you know, people in your real life that who know me in person, if they found out my cam girl name, they can look up the same stuff and right. see me in a way that, you know, I probably don't want everyone in my real life to see me that yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not ashamed of it, but I used to be. Like, when I first started and this first happened, I was so heartbroken. I literally wanted to um jump off a bridge because it was mortifying that people were finding out and seeing this stuff but yeah I kind of just had to tell myself this is what I decided to do like I'm not ashamed but you know I don't want people seeing this so I just kind of had to tell myself hey this is what I chose to do I'm making great money I've supported you know my friends I've supported my family I've Mm -hmm. helped people get out of debt so I'm happy and it's cool because now versus 10 years ago OnlyFans and that type of stuff is more accepted than it used to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, everyone pretty much has had an OnlyFans or tried that I know. (laughs) Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. So, wow, that's... So there was a point where 
you realized that like some of your stuff got leaked. Yeah. And it was like, just made you like sick. Sick to my stomach. So I'll actually, I'll tell you the quick story with that one. Um, I had a best friend I had met online. His name was Ernie. And he, um, I actually met him through the Playboy golf stuff. Like there was a voting thing and he voted for me online through Facebook. So he knew who I really was. And um, like two months after I started camming, I started having a bunch of people on my Facebook that knew me in real life write me. And they're like, Autumn, is this really you? And were sending me links. And it was Uh-oh. links to me naked on cam. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I've gotten like spam like that on Facebook, but it was but real. It, it, oh, it was real. So I immediately was mortified. I went to this site. There was a site called You Got Posted. It was a revenge porn site, which no. is now illegal, thankfully. But at that time, it wasn't. It was a revenge porn site, and they put my photos with my real name, where I live, my address, a link to my Facebook, no. everything, and my nude photos. And I was 21. I was in California. I remember sitting in the corner of my bedroom crying, and I just wanted to die. I'm like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. Like, I was so scared. Oh, my God. So come to find out, um, I ended up getting it taken down, thankfully, but come to find out this Ernie guy that who I had known um, was also a frequent member of my free cams. And I didn't know that. And he found me on there and he's the one who did all that because he knew my real, who I really was. And, and he was affiliated with the Playboy golf. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like was he, he wasn't, like, he didnn't work for them. He was oh, voting. Okay. He was like voting for me. That's how okay. I met him. So okay. he wasn't like in any way affiliated. He just a crappy friend, a friend that who was supporting me on the Playboy stuff and found me. And I asked him why he did this to me. And his excuse was because we're, cause we were really like best friends. He was like my online best friend. He said the reason he did it was because he thought we were best friends. And I never told him that I was doing camming. So he felt hurt. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So he, he really screwed me over. He was, yeah, he was my best friend. This dude, he had spina bifida. He was paralyzed from the waist on down. Um, he had a very bad stutter. He was like mentally disabled and physically, but I was his best friend. Like, yeah. we were just cool. And yeah, he did all that to me. So, and you said it wasn't illegal at the time. Nope. So revenge porn at that time was not illegal. They ended up a couple years later, um, doing a lawsuit. There's this guy named Hunter Moore and he had that, he ran that site and a website called is anyone up. And everyone would go on there and post their exes and their girlfriends or ex-wives nude photos of them with all their information. And at that time, it was nothing illegal about it. But once this guy named Hunter Moore got caught and too many people reported him, he ended up getting investigated, arrested him, and they passed a law where revenge porn is not illegal. So when that happened, I was pretty happy. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if there's like a statute of limitations. I wonder if you'd be able to press charges I would. And that guy. <laughs> yeah. So that, that guy really, you know, it, that was a really horrible time. But again, you know, I learned from it. And that's where I had to kind of just step up and be like, I need to figure this out. And, you know, the worst part, like when that happened, my dad found out. No. <laughs> my dad asked me about it in person. He that, got like sent the link on Facebook. Yeah. They, they send it to everybody, all my friends, all my family. And my dad, like he's, you know, kind of an old fashioned guy, religious. He asked me about it. When I was at his house, I was visiting from California. He's like, Autumn, I heard what you do. Is this true? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but it's really good money. And I'm like, I love it. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. 
And after I told him how much money I, I made, he kind of laughed and he was like, oh, so you can help me out. And then he's like, well, maybe you can help get your stepmom into it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And he, he wanted me to, which my dad and my stepmom are 20 years apart. She's not much older than me. Oh my God. <laughs> but I never ended up getting her into it because that would have been weird. I don't want to see my stepmom. Like I that. know, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my God. Super crazy stuff. What, um, like advice do you have for girls that might want to get started? Oh my goodness. So number one, do your research. Um, I would say go on to campsites, um, only fans, like look into it, watch other girls, watch what they do, how they interact. Because a lot of girls who I had gotten into it just thought it was easy money and they ended up quitting after a few months heartbroken, thinking they were ugly, thinking something was wrong with them. It's mm -hmm. more than just your looks. And it's more about being more than just being naked. It is having a personality, being able to entertain, being able to talk to people. Um, number two, safety, which I keep going over, but this is so important. Mm -hmm. um, do not use your real name. Do not tell people where you're from. I tell people I live in Chicago because cool. like it's kind of close, you know, weather wise yeah. and stuff. Cause I do post like, you know, pictures of the snow and stuff. Yeah. So tell people, don't tell people anything about you. Don't talk about your, you know, family. Go by a different name. Um, and you do whatever you're comfortable doing. Like, no matter what amount of money somebody offers you, if you don't want to do what they're asking, you can say no. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that's about it. But it, it is fun. It's a very good, rewarding industry. I love it. And I would do it up until I'm a grandma if I could. <laughs> You can. I, I guess I could. Yeah. I mean, because it really is all about making people comfortable mm -hmm. and being their friend. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so going back to your relationship with Justin, I asked Autumn to bring something. And with it being like the theme of like Valentine's Day and love and sex for the month, you brought some love letters. So you have the first Valentine that you guys ever exchanged. Yes. Would you like me to read it? Yeah. Okay. So this was my first Valentine card from Justin. Um, just a cute little card with roses on it. And the inside, this isn't what he wrote, but it says, you are my heart's happiness. Happy Valentine's Day with all my love. And then what he wrote, Autumn, you have always been and will forever be my soulmate, my one and only true love. I have known it from our first kiss and will be here by your side till our last. Love, mm. Justin. That's so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> and then tell me about the what other stuff you brought. Oh, my goodness. So and the next thing along with it, he made me an actual Valentine's Day coupon book. Um, he actually got it like printed with a little spiral notebook thing, like a real couponing book. Um and on the cover of it, it's a picture of him and I, and... I love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll just read a couple of the little coupons in it. I've never used these, and I need to. Um, like, the first one is, theater movie, your choice, an uninterrupted nap, which mm -hmm. I need that. Control the TV all day. <laughs> a homemade meal of your choice. Um, a massage. Um, is the massage from him? Yes. Okay. Yes, and it's actually a foot massage now that nice. I see it. Um, back rub, 
And then this is the one I was laughing at earlier. A Redbox movie of your choice, which if you guys know Redbox, it may still be a thing, but it was a little kiosk like at Walmart or wherever. You could go rent a DVD, but I don't remember the last time I've watched a DVD. Before the days of streaming. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that's that's how old these coupons are. Isn't that how Netflix started too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like a little DVD rented box. Um, and then I brought one other note from him and... The cute thing about this is he is a builder and he wrote this on like some construction graph paper. <laughs> so it's huge. And this was on one of our anniversaries. I don't know how long ago, but it had to have been a while ago. It says, good morning, beautiful. Happy anniversary. I love you and I can't wait to spend the day with you. I will get home from work as soon as I can. I miss you already. Love, Justin. And then on the side, he drew a big heart. And it says, take this, it'll help you feel better. And I'm assuming he had um, some vitamins and medicine in that heart because I went out drinking the night before and was hungover. <laughs> so super thoughtful of him to yeah, think of me. that's my favorite part. <laughs> so I have so many letters from him, which if we come on, if I come on here again with you, I'll have to find some because some are even funnier. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely want to have you back on here again and we'll go over that stuff. There's so much more that I think we have to share. Yes. Um, until then, though, is there anywhere that you want to share where people can find you online or? Um... No? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Some people don't really want to share their social media accounts, so that's no oh, big deal. Yeah, I mean, as Autumn, I guess I'll say real quick, as Autumn, I can't have a big social media account because I don't want the link with my camming stuff. Yeah. Because um, people could find me if I got famous on both. But yeah. my cam girl account, you know, I, I got quite a few followers. So, I mean, I'm not going to publicly say the name, but if no. people did enough research and you find me, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on here and coming over and sitting with me. This is so comfy and cozy. And yes. I think we're going to um, get bundled up in a, like a big comfy robe and go sit in the hot tub. Absolutely. All right, guys. I will see you here next Wednesday for another episode of Love, Lindsay. Love, Lindsay.